0: hey guys welcome back to 30 something and trying so today's podcast is going to be about my one night in berlin and my four nights in paris so i have been to both of these previously in 20... 15 2014 2015 i want to say um must be in 2015 yes 2015 uh with two friends of mine um this time i was going half of the trip solo and half of the trip with a really close uh friend uh best friend from hong kong uh that we went to university with so she did part of it with me and i did part by myself so berlin and paris i definitely did by myself um i flew into berlin At about 8 30 at night um and i was literally there just for the night like i mentioned in my previous podcast in hindsight i should have flown directly into paris but i didn't really know what i was doing where i was going yet so i really should have done that but that's um something i'll learn for next time so i stayed at the happy go lucky hostel um and i booked through a goda so i'll tell you everything i booked i'm not sponsored by any of these people um, but I just found a goda was the cheapest uh, I'm the kind of person who just like looks at a lot of um, information first compares prices and that's how I get my best price um, yep yeah, so I booked a female room and it was one in ten one in a ten person female room room when i got there uh they upgraded me to a six person which was fantastic uh it was all the way on the top floor but um i had a backpack so i was fine when i got in i was the only one there um so i had a shower unpacked and enjoyed the space probably about four hours in someone came into the room she came in like really early in the morning um But that was fine. She was quite quiet and I was leaving early in the next morning. So it didn't really bother me that I had someone else sharing with me because I am in a hostel. Uh, With that, from the airport, I took a bus. I just, when I was in you. All my Europe, UK, Morocco, I used um, Rome to Rio app, that's Rome, R-O-M-E, the number two and R-I-O, uh, that gave me an indication of how much things were going to cost um, and gave me a lot of options. Um, City Mapper, so City M-A-P-P-E-R, um, that was another app i used it wasn't available in every place i went to but again it was helpful and you could use it offline um, if you've downloaded previously i think like some places it, it worked offline um, and that's how i got around so i found a bus uh, that got me to the happy-go-lucky um, and at the happy-go-lucky I paid 22 Singapore dollars for the night um, and then there was a five percent uh, city tax that was included in the price which wasn't very common a lot of the city tax you had to pay on arrival so it was good that it was included in the price um, the beds were comfy but the Wi-Fi was crap I he gave me um, a password uh, it didn't work it didn't work at all also, um, I was only there for the night, so I didn't worry about it. I did pre-purchase a SIM card. You can do this through um, Changi Airport in Singapore. So I, I pre-purchased a 30-day um, SIM card with 10 gigabytes, um, which was great. And then I just uh, recharged it halfway through my trip. Um, so I didn't wasn't really fussed about not having internet for the first day um, and just chilled slept um messaged everyone back home saying I was fine um and yeah so it, it was totally fine uh, a point though if you do want to save uh your data don't have data on for Instagram Instagram is such a sucker for data so uh, what I did was I turned off my Instagram data and only used it when I was in wi-fi because it actually drains your gigabytes a lot. So don't do that. Turn it, turn off data for Instagram. Um, but yeah, so, uh, that was my one night in Berlin. Um, would I stay there again? Uh, probably not like it, it wasn't very central. Like I only got it because it was not too far from the airport. There wasn't a lot around the area. Um, the hostel seemed fine, but it wasn't a place that you could, um, I don't know. It just didn't have the vibe for me, um, but that's just me personally. Uh, it was fine, it was clean. I had no problems with that. But obviously, if you're going to be there for a while um, and you don't have a SIM card, Wi-Fi is important, and it wasn't working on the top floor, uh, which was a bit annoying. Um, but yeah, and for twenty-two dollars, oh, would I say it was? I mean, it was okay. Twenty-two dollars is fine, and the fact that I was upgraded was fantastic. The customer service was was fine. Um, but would I stay there again? Uh, that'd be a no, no for me. Um, yeah, so that was my one night in Berlin. Then the next morning I took EasyJet to Orly. Uh the EasyJet was 88 Singapore dollars. Um no luggage. Um the good thing with EasyJet is they don't weigh your hand carry Um, it just has to fit within a certain size Um, and they do have little sections where you can put your bag in to see if it will fit at first mine didn't fit and the security guard was like shaking his head so I just quickly repacked everything and then it fit so I was fine um, and was let in Um, I didn't realize how much there was not to do at um, the airport so um, with this, I just had a bit of food, which was really expensive. I think a food and drink was like, and was probably about eight, nine Euro. Um, and then, yeah, it, I s- mistakenly got, s- um, uh, sparkling water when I wanted just normal water cause I couldn't read, but that's my fault. <laughs> um, anyway, so EasyJet flight was fine. It was comfortable. I had no problems with EasyJet. I took my um, my Osprey Fairview, which was um, a green color. Um, I bought it. Well, my boyfriend bought it for me for I think it was about three hundred Singapore dollars online, um, and it's perfect. It was comfortable. I would highly recommend it and i had some compression bags uh that i bought from amazon again none of this is sponsored um this is just where i bought things if you do want to know hit me up and i can tell you exactly where i bought things all right so then we moved to paris um paris i stayed at saint christopher's canal hostel it's in the 19th district where some people say it's not very very safe i felt fine i didn't really stay out too late at night um, because of a situation that happened on my first day that i arrived um which i'll tell you about in a moment but yeah st christopher's canal yes i was in a one in 12 person dorm uh the great thing was they have curtains so if you want to talk to people you can but if you just want some peace and quiet you just close your curtains um which is great when people are turning lights on and off um you have your own little like um charging spot uh inside so you were fine. um and a little hanger to hang your your things uh so i just kept like my handbag in with me um underneath they had like these cage kind of locks uh so you can put your baggage and underneath so you should with them you need the large um The actual large locks but what i did um, as a tip if you can't get the large locks get us i had three locks just in case one broke which it did um about a week before i was meant to come back so it was great that i had spares um but what i would do is i'd lock one onto the the cage and then lock my other lock through that lock so that it would connect because they weren't big enough um so if you're going to stay there either get a big lock or bring multiple so you'd be able to lock it together um i hope that makes sense with how i'm trying to explain um, but yeah, with this place, there was a laundromat on site. Um, uh, there was no kitchen, but there was a microwave, um, and they had like welcome drinks. Um, like you signed up and it was like five Euro for the night that I got there. Um, and a little area where you could, uh, mingle and, and meet people. Um, the people in my room were very, very nice, pretty quiet, um, which was fine. Like I was going to Europe to explore, not to party. So I was fine with the, the quietness of it. Um, and sometimes you just want to save money. So you don't want to make too many friends and spend all this money uh, your first day there. So I enjoyed it. I would highly recommend this and I would actually stay here again. Like I really, really liked it. Again, I booked this on a uh, goda Um, this was 207 Singapore dollars, 128 euro. Um, and on arrival, I had to pay a 5.68% city tax. Um, The tax can change so I'm not going to tell you how much it was because that's how much I paid then um, and it was four nights so 207 Singapore dollars for four nights Um, a bit pricey but it is Paris and it was on a bit on the outskirt um, but I would definitely recommend staying here again it was very very comfortable I, I had no problems there at all the shower was not in the room like in berlin the shower was outside um but that's fine because we literally walked out and to the left was the shower for us it was right next door um which was very 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 convenient um when i was in paris i bought a Navigo di Cavate card for travelers so what this does it gives you um unlimited travel uh for seven days it's starting on a monday i believe so if you come on a thursday friday it's probably not the best value and i don't even know if you can buy one if you come so late but um if you arrive uh and it's um Monday, Tuesday, then you're going to get your money's worth because I was only there for four nights and I found out it was really worth it because I was looking to go to Versailles one day, Disney another day, um, and then travel all around. So I bought the the larger zone um, and it cost me 28 euro. Uh, for the week. Um, you do need a little photo to stick on the back. I already had passport photos from, um, previous visas that I've had for like Cambodia and places like that. So I already had that. Um, and I could just stick on the back. So, uh, when I got into Paris, because it was, um, you know, still a lot of the day left, I just went exploring. So I did, um, like a lot of the stuff i've read down before so i didn't go inside the moulin rouge again i went last time and i was not a fan moulin rouge it was not what you you expect it's nothing like the the movie Um, it was very modern women had their boobs out the first like one minute on stage they had like rollerblading and magicians it was just yeah not not what i was expecting Um, It was very cramped um, and really not worth the money. So I would would not go back again um, to the Moulin Rouge. And because this is a travel on a budget, I was not gonna spend a lot of money to go see any other shows um, because I still had so much of my time to go. Um, so I walked around to the Eiffel Tower. I looked at the Arc de Triomphe. Um, went and saw the poor Notre Dame, which was all closed up, so you can't get very close. Um, walked around that area, um, that those kind of things. Found um, some place for food uh, and was really, really budget. Um, I just went to the supermarket and bought some things, um, so I could eat and snack on. So, uh, what I did was I wanted to go to Disney the next day. So with Disneyland, uh, I bought my ticket through Kluke, K-L-O-O-K. It was the cheapest I could find. So I was looking at a two day, I mean, sorry, a one day two park ticket, um, just a, a general one day two park, no express, nothing like that. Um and it was hundred and five Singapore dollars on Kluke, which was the best price I could find. I looked at did the Disney website, I looked at discount websites, I did a lot of research. And when I found this 105 Kluke, I was like, Yes, I am buying this. Um and I had no problems getting in. Um I got the front desk at the St. Christopher's to print it off for me and they printed it for free, uh, which is fantastic. Cause some places I did go, they did charge. Um, and it was fun. Like I went on a few rides by myself. Um, w- watched a lot of shows. I don't generally get to watch a lot of shows when I go with friends or with my boyfriend. Cause we just do wonder, wander around, go on rides, eat food, that kind of thing. So I got to watch a lot of shows. I watched, um, an Avengers show. I watched a Mickey magic show. I watched, um, another Avengers show on the outside. I watched a Guardians of the Galaxy show. I saw a lot of shows and did a few rides, which is nice. There was a lot that was under construction though, which is quite annoying. Um, because they obviously didn't discount the the price. I think maybe, this is probably an exaggeration, but there was probably like four or five rides that were under construction um, at the first park that I went to, um, which is the quieter one. It's not the, oh God, I can't remember the name. Um, but yeah, so that was a bit annoying that there was a few rides under construction, but I did the first park um, and then I went to the next one, the next one, which has the castle and, and that kind of thing. Um, and all of it yeah 105 dollars i saw the parade which is beautiful i love watching the parade love watching the costumes um i got a hot dog which probably was about eight singapore dollars and it was disgusting there was like hardly any sauce it was just like crunchy bun and definitely not worth eight dollars i wish i didn't pay that and i just brought in more snacks like i brought a couple of snacks but i'm a hungry girl and i ate through those pretty quickly um And I really shouldn't, yeah, I shouldn't have paid that $8. It wasn't worth it. It was gross. Highly do not recommend buying a hot dog from Disneyland. Um, But yeah, so that was fun. And we enjoyed, we, me, I enjoyed just walking around the park. I didn't stay for the fireworks because I think the fireworks weren't going to be on until like 11 p.m. at night. Um, And 11 is just really, really, really late um, to be coming back all the way from Disneyland to the 19th district area. So I didn't really feel safe coming back so late at night, especially since the incident that occurred on my first day on arrival, which made me a little bit uncomfortable, um, definitely made me realize I wasn't in Singapore anymore. Um, I shouldn't be so complacent because it's just not um, safe completely safe for someone by themselves if you don't really speak the language which I wish I did I just I'm terrible at languages so um yeah we're just gonna I'm just gonna take a quick break now and then come back to you with what happened on my first day in Paris which made me feel um a little bit uncomfortable about staying too late at night which is why I miss the fireworks so um I will speak to you soon hi welcome back so what happened when i was in paris um so it'd been a a long day um not really like that long but i went to berlin i didn't sleep that great like it was comfortable but i didn't sleep that great because i was worried i was gonna miss my alarm and miss my flight and i put my alarm on vibrate so i wouldn't wake the other girl in the room so if you are staying in a hostel I would highly recommend putting your uh, alarm on vibrate because it's it's a little frustrating to hear like 20 alarms going off um when you're trying to sleep um and try and pack the night before rather than packing early in the morning these things these are just like courtesy things so I had my phone on vibrate and didn't want to miss it so I got up early and I got up earlier than I should have um which is why I was at the airport for so long um but at least it gave me time to repack my bag and all that jazz but yeah so um it was a long day I got in um I took a train from Orly to a station I can't remember the name of the station um I think a train and then a bus perhaps and the, yeah, so then I took a bus and the bus dropped me outside of this train station because uh, I wanted the cheapest way possible. When I got to the train station, I went to the count, not the counter, the the, the machine to try and see if I could get information, if I could buy the Navigo car, uh, card from there or if I had to go to the actual um, help desk, which was like right next door to it anyway. But there was these two men there at the desk talking with a lady and I was just looking at the machine. This one guy comes up and starts speaking to me in French and I'm like, I'm so sorry, I don't understand. And then he calls his his friend over, the friend who has a tag on, but no uniform, asked me if I need any help. And I said, no, it's fine. She goes, no, I'm just here to help. And so I said, well, I'm looking for the Navigo de Cavate card. And she said, oh, we no longer sell it. I'm like, oh, that's strange because there's a poster right there. And she goes, oh, no, we haven't removed it yet. Like she had an answer for everything. Um, and I was like, oh, well, I checked online and it says it's still available. And she's like, well, we don't have it anymore. Um, I can give you a really good deal. So how long are you here for in Paris? And I was like, I'm here for four nights. And she's like, great. Well, I can give you a great deal. Three days. Uh, you pay for three days and I can give you one day free. Um and i was like how much is that gonna cost and she was like 56 euro i was like whoa that's more than i wanted to pay considering the navigo is 28 for unlimited travel um i said that's definitely more than i want to pay no and she goes, why not this is a great deal i'm trying to help you out i said no that's fine i'm just gonna buy a one one-way ticket to my hostel and then i'll figure it out from there and she was like where's your hostel um i didn't tell her where it was but i said i've got to get off at this stop Um, and she was like, okay. And she's pressing all the buttons and it's all in French. So I can't read it. Um, and she's like, it's going to be 10 euro. And I was like, no, my app says it's two, two euro to get there. And she was like, oh no, that's weekend prices. Like she had an answer for everything. And at this point in time, I'm getting a bit flustered because I just want to get to the hostel. I'm a bit tired. And I just want to get out of there like this is a really uncomfortable situation. So I go to the help desk and I look at a, at a screen at the poster trying to read more information. As I do, the two men that were there, one of them turns around and grabs my fists so tight, starts yelling, no, 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 and then yelling in French. And his friend is, is slowly coming to the side of me. And I'm like, great day one in Paris and I'm going to get robbed is what I'm thinking, because I'm like, why is this guy grabbing my hands? Then the woman that was trying to scam me in the first place, she comes over um, and starts yelling at them um, and they let go. Um, I have no idea what was said. I don't know um, if it's, it was a misunderstanding. I don't know if she was like, nope, she's mine. I'm getting money from her. Like, I don't know what happened. Um, But then I was like, okay. I just looked a bit shocked. And she said, they thought you were pickpocketing from them. I was like, one, I was nowhere near them. Two, I've got a huge backpack on. Three, why would I do it where there's like security? Um, and I don't know, it just seemed very weird, but what made me the, angry the most was there was staff there, like the staff in that help desk. And no one was warning me that these people were there. No one was warning me that I am a tourist. Um, I'm going to help them out. So I don't know if they get some, some cut from it. Um, because that is ridiculous. She should be there going, don't listen, shooing them away. Um, but no, they just let the scam artists stay there. Um, which is really, really annoying really, really angry. Um, just thinking about it now still makes my blood boil. Like I was smart enough to go, this doesn't feel right and walk away. But I know people who get, get caught. They do like they get caught in these scams. Um, but yeah, so she's like just buy the three day. Um, and I'm like, no, I don't want this. I doesn't feel comfortable. I'm just going to walk away. So I walked out almost in tears because one, this is my first like solo trip, large solo trip. Like I've done like a couple of nights by myself, but never like a huge trip. Um, like, yeah, I just felt really uncomfortable and I just felt unsafe. Um, and then I breathed uh, for a, took a few minutes and I went, you know what? There has to be another entrance. It's not safe to have only one entrance into a train station. So I walked around the back and found another entrance, went downstairs and finally got my Navigo card. So it was me thinking this doesn't feel right that made me get out of that. It was like a flight or fight situation. And I knew I had to, I had to get away. Um, And when I got away, the first woman just was yelling at me, mumbling under her breath. And obviously she was angry that I didn't fall for her scam. Uh, The reason why I say scam, it is a scam. So um, I researched it afterwards and I'm part of a Facebook group called Girls Love Travel. So if you love traveling and you want to find more information, definitely jump on Girls Love Travel. Um, and funnily enough, not funnily enough, that's terrible. Um, unfortunately, someone had fallen for the scam. So she said how a guy told her that she'd you know, get one day free and then he, they got it. She tried to use the, the ticket that he got for her because you hand the cash to them. Um, and it was a children's one-way ticket so she couldn't use it and she lost like 60 something euros because she was there for longer and they they scammed her out of more money um and I really didn't like that that just it just makes me so angry that there's staff right next door and they don't help like yeah I don't know I don't know why they prey on tourists um but yeah so that's that sucked um and yeah anyway um I got my card in the like I finally got my card but it just it was just I just (laughs) I can't even speak anymore it's just a really horrible situation to be in so yeah not not a great great start but it it does happen like people will scam you um and uh, actually my friend's brother had his card stolen his first day in Paris and there was like 20 transactions for tickets so I think these are the people that steal them and then they try and sell these tickets Um, which is terrible but I get it Um, you know people want to make money but it just it just sucks It, it just makes it really like the first time I went to Paris I loved Paris I had no problems with it I was with two girlfriends and everyone's like everyone told me Paris is so unsafe be careful in Paris and I didn't feel any of that the first time When I was by myself, I felt it more. I don't know if it's because the first situation put me on edge, but I just didn't feel safe. Um, I mean, I would definitely go back to Paris again. There's nothing wrong with Paris, like the city, but it shouldn't be the fact that you're so worried you're going to get scammed, Um, especially like, you know, there's people who sell those bracelets near the sacre Coeur, And, oh, I don't know. It just, uh, yeah. Anyway, that was my almost getting scammed which is why I did not want to come back any later um so I left Disney I wanted to leave at 10 ended up leaving at about ten thirty. so half an hour I could have seen the fireworks but I was just not gonna risk taking that train back and then having to swap and then get in uh to my area really late um so yeah that's why I missed the fireworks um not a great start to my Paris trip but I definitely learned um I definitely would just be more aware if and I was told after the fact that if people come up and ask if you need help, they're going to scam you. Like 50 50% of the time they're going to scam you because people don't usually ask if you need help in Paris. You go and you ask them. is what I've been told. I don't know if that's a 100% true, but that's what I've been told after the fact. So um I actually looked up all the scams afterwards. Apparently there's this TV series called Scam City. I haven't seen it. I tried to find it, but I couldn't. Um, but apparently that also t- takes you through all the different um, scams that you can do. Um, but I'm glad that I I walked away away um, from, from that. Um, uh, like, you know, relatively unscathed, just a bit shook up. Um, yeah, so it was just really intimidating to have these grown men who's probably like, much taller than I am. Grabbed my wrists um, and it was just very scary. So definitely learned from that situation and we'll be a bit more careful when I go to Paris again. Yeah, so I'm just going to take another break because I'm just going to do these in little sections. So that was about my day in um, Paris arriving. Uh, my next one will be about uh, day three and Versailles. Um, and how I found Paris as a whole. Uh, Yeah, so I will be right back. Okay, so after a big day in Disney, on my second day in Paris, I was like, my third day, I don't want to go all the way out to Versailles. So I just traveled around Um, Spent some time, saw some sights, you know, went to the Sacre Coeur. kept my hands away from the people trying to put a bracelet on me and make me pay. Um, Had a little picnic on the grass outside, um, walked around Montmartre had food there which is very average it's like there's something de gascoigne um it was like a meal deal and it was just not great like the snails were watery like i've had snails before and they were delicious um but these were very watery and not so not so nice this dessert was so sweet i could get diabetes from it and the meat was average so yeah highly do not recommend it's on my um instagram uh, at wonderful underscore life uh, there it has my um, photos of what I ate which wasn't fantastic it wasn't yeah I not worth it highly do not recommend um, but yeah so I traveled around I took photos outside you know Moulin Rouge Um of, the annoying thing about the Eiffel, the first time I went there, you could just walk underneath it. But now they have it like barricaded around, so you have to line up to get in. Um, I walked past the line, and I was like, "There is no way I'm going to do that." Like last time, I did a front of line tour, and I went up, and but you could still just walk underneath. You could take nice photos, and now there's like this little gate around it, which isn't pretty. Like it's not. I, I get it. It's like for security reasons or to control how many people are there at a time, but it just wasn't nice. Uh, so I just walked around it, took some photos from the outside, um, that, that kind of thing. Um, uh, but I've done it before. So I wasn't that, that fussed about it, um, about not, uh, going up cause I've done it before. And like when you're up, it's a nice view, but it's better to see the Eiffel than be in the Eiffel looking around, um, which is my opinion. Um, so yeah, I just took photos around there. Uh, like I said, I took photos outside of the Moulin Rouge. Um, just cause it's pretty to take photos on the outside. Um, walked around Montmartre for a bit, saw people's like little paintings and stuff, which was cute. Um, walked to the Arc de Triomphe again because they have like a night service, which I didn't realize for the lost soldier. Um, which is, which is sweet. They have like a whole ceremony with like reef wreath laying and um all of that and um i just wanted around. If I thought something looked good, I wandered around. I didn't have like a full itinerary of what I wanted to do. So it was just kind of like a walking around. Okay, let's walk to the next spot. Let's walk to the next spot. Last time I was in Paris, I did the um, the catacombs and all of that. So I wasn't going wasn't gonna to do it again. Um, I saw the Louvre last time again, saw the tiny Mona Lisa. So a lot of things I wasn't going to do. I did the, the river sign uh, tour before. So this was just to have a, another experience of Paris. I shouldn't have done four nights, um, cause I probably could have left a day early, but at least it gave me a, a break between the two day trips to Disney and Versailles, um, which, which really helped and it, it broke it up a bit. Um, but yeah, that was just a, a pretty lazy day that day. Um, chatted with some of my roommates, um, and got an early dinner. Um, and had an early night actually because the next morning I was leaving early to go to Versailles like I wanted to get there as soon as possible um but but to get into Versailles was really expensive and I when I got there I can't remember what time it was but there was already a line of probably like 150 people um like it was already really long and so I was like you know what do I really need to pay the Expensive money for Versailles. Um, so instead, I just went to the gardens. The gardens cost me about 950 Singapore dollars, I believe. Um, I could be wrong, don't quote me on that. Maybe it was 950 euro. Um, but yeah, so maybe it was 950 euro actually. Yeah, but it was really nice. I wandered around, I had food. Um, in my bag. Like my plan was if the line was for, for Sai was so long then I was probably just going to do the gardens one, cause it's cheaper, um, because I was on a budget, um, and two, yeah, cheaper. <laughs> um, so wandered around the gardens, which was nice. Um, some of the fountains were off, um, but that was fine. Uh, got a little sunburnt, So do take a hat and sunscreen and take a lot of water cause it does get hot. Um, But yeah, like you can follow the map. They give you a map. You wander around um, and take some pretty, pretty photos. Listen to some of the music that's playing at the fountains. And it was just a generally nice day. and then after that, I got back and did laundry. I know I already had to do laundry. I was only like a few days in, but yeah, I did laundry. I was going to do it at the hostel, but they, there wasn't a lot of machines and they were already full. So I just walked a little bit down the street, um, right next to the supermarket. There was a place where you could do laundry, like to do my washing and dry. It was about seven fifty singapore dollars um which was decent like it wasn't that expensive because i didn't have a lot to wash and dry at this stage um but because it was a little chillier than i expected like i had a scarf so i washed the scarf like pajamas i washed my pajamas um because i'd been wearing them every night since i first got to europe um And just things like that like underwear i washed in the sink so um yeah i literally had like eight days worth of clothes for my whole time i was there and even got rid of some clothes after morocco because like i just had like a really old um skirt which had a few holes in it um and yeah some pants which i ripped on the camel like fun times um but yeah so st christopher's canal hostel highly recommend would definitely go back paris i do want to do it again like i'm not a person who ever who's always like, oh, I'll never go back there. Oh, actually, I will. That, I lie. I will never go back to Fez. Fez was terrible. Um, but I'll tell you a bit, a bit more about that when we get to the Morocco section. Um, but yeah, highly recommend. Um, the only thing I really wish I had was a kitchen um, rather than just a microwave because I did get some microwave meals. But sometimes you just want to cook your own food. Like It doesn't have to be fancy, but you know, you just want to cook your own pasta or, or chicken or I, I don't know, like just some basics and you couldn't really do that. Um, which was a bit annoying, but it's in a really good location. There's a lot of food places nearby, supermarket places. I was hooked onto those tiny little sausage things, those like little snack sausages. Like I, oh, my cholesterol probably went up like so much when I was in Europe just because I had them everywhere. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so it was definitely um, a fun time. I loved paris it's as a city i just wish i felt a little bit more comfortable um i saw a lot of uh churches um i took a lot of photos around i went to um that shakespeare's bookstore um and it was okay but I wasn't gonna buy books so I couldn't really enjoy it as much because I was like I'm not gonna buy books and carry them around I'm also not gonna buy books just to get rid of them once I've read them because that's a waste of money and I'm trying to be a bit more conscious of what I spend um and just to buy and get rid of is just not that I mean I could have left them at a hostel or something like that but it just didn't seem like the right thing to do so I just wandered around like it was fine but i would it highly recommend going back maybe if I had a bigger suitcase, but I would never want to do that. I always want to travel light when I go to Europe. Um, just because like with Paris as well, there was a lot of stairs, um, especially when you're coming from the train station. So it's just easier to have a backpack, um, just to get from a A to B really. Um, and then, yeah, so the next day I went to London, um, London because, I was going to Cardiff um, and it was just easier to get into London. So I I could have probably just transited through, but I didn't want to do such a long travel, like because I had to fly into London. And what about if my flight was delayed? Which actually it was delayed. So it's a good thing that I didn't book um, a transfer to Cardiff that night because I would have missed the the transfer, which would have been annoying because money. um, And I wanted to spend as less money as I could. So uh, yeah, so I didn't do that. Um, and stayed the night in London, which I think was which a, a great idea. Um, and yeah, so my next podcast will be about London. That won't be today, um, probably in the next couple of days, because I just want to break this up a bit. Um, but yeah, so that was my time in Paris. Um, like I said, I would definitely go back like it is a pretty city. Um, and like, you know, even just going outside the Louvre and taking photos with the Triangle Pyramid or going taking photos of the Arc de Triomphe or taking photos of the Eiffel Tower. Like these things are nice and um, it's just a, it's just a beautiful city. Like it is a beautiful city. I just wish I felt a little safer. Uh, maybe if I went with friends again, it would be different. Um And I probably would have stayed for the fireworks if my friends weren't so tired. Um But yeah, it was just unfortunately, um, those little things let it down, but I would still give Paris like a good four out of five, um, just because of the city itself and, and the things, things to do there. Um, but yeah, so that's all for Paris. Um, thank you for listening and keep trying. Bye guys.